Welcome to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. It's good to be back. It's episode two. Josh, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good, but um, I would first like to open with a quick little like couple of words just to express our sadness at how mm. our co-host from the pilot, Jade Sarson. It is a shame. Um, she did not recover from her radioactive spider bite. No. No, she didn't. It's yeah. a, it's a shame, really, because uh, we were kind of banking on her a little bit of of her comics expertise. Uh, we needed we needed that editorial spirit among us, but now it's she keeps just two. Yeah, now it's just two. Um, the two writers, I'd say, of the group, and now we're just going to yeah. run rampant, and uh, it's going to be a bit of a mess. But I would actually like to introduce our new co-host, who oh. is Jay oh. Sarson from Hey guys from Earth Two. Uh, who is what up? Is exactly the same as our previous Jade, but now she blinks Whoa. the other way. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean like the sideway? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the oh sideway blink. Uh, welcome. Croc- I, don't, I don't know if you can pick. I don't know if you can pick this up yeah. like, on 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 the mic. Let me just let me just do it. I, I just blinked. I, I, know, I heard that. I heard that. Yeah, it's really weird. Really sideways. No, actually, I I legit heard that. Um, that was weird. Never do that again. I guess the microphones on okay. Earth Two are just super good. Is that is that not something you do on Earth One? No. Um. No, actually, we kind of blink sort of downwards. And also it can't be picked up on any kind of audio uh, recording. Oh. Yeah. Have you got like like supersonic eyelids or something like that? Well, well yeah, everyone does on Earth 2. Well, Ooh. are they going to help you come up with superheroes um, with greater efficiency? Are, are you going to be able to like see different colors in your mind's eyes because of your, your, your crazy fast blinks? Something like that. Okay, well, welcome aboard. Jade Sarson. Two. Cheers. Congratulations yeah. on uh, I, I making just wanted podcast. to get that out of the way. Because um, I felt as though that... I'm awful sorry about uh, Jade 1. It was, it was even yeah. worse. Like, it actually got recorded, which is the worst bit. Yeah, it's embarrassing, mm. really. That's yeah. um, really embarrassing on uh, our part. Well, well, you have it for posterity, you know, and I can, I can study the way she behaved and mimic her more effectively. That's oh, good. good. So... Welcome, Jade, and welcome, everyone, to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast, Episode 2. We're feeling good. Jade's feeling good. Josh is feeling good. Mm. And um, actually, I, I got to get one thing out of the way, because if <sighs> I don't, my guilty conscience will uh, eat me forever, and even even God will not forgive me. So last week, uh, I was explaining to you guys one of my favorite comics of all time, Miss Marvel, and uh, it was such... A favorite of mine, I got so excited and uh, mis, uh, misnamed the uh, artist of the series. So, uh, Adrian Alfona, Alfona, uh, oh. if you're out there, please uh, call off your hounds, call off your dogs. I love your art. It's incredible. It, like I said, it gives Miss Marvel soul. And to think that I could get your name wrong and uh, get it wrong in such a big large way in front of such a massive audience is uh pretty bad it was pretty small it was a very small cock up it's fine hey 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 i'm talking about quality of audience here okay all right like i'm not gonna they're they're champions they're giants in my eyes and i want to give giants the right information for sure so all right uh adrian alfano and g willow wilson that miss marvel Mm. creative team well, speaking of comics that we've been reading, uh, Dean, what have you been reading this week? Ah, great question. So I've actually made some notes this time so I can get those names precisely correct in case uh, you guys want to pick up what I'm putting down <laughs> after I mm-hmm. picked it up myself. So I'll tell you what I've been reading a little bit of, and it's been giving me uh, these odd feelings. It's a, a little comic called uh, Dr. Stone. It's a manga currently running in uh, Shonen oh, Jump. Yeah, yeah uh, yep. you guys might have uh, heard of it familiar with it uh it's by uh a writer called uh richiro uh riichiro inagaki which is interesting because he did i shield 21 really cool uh manga about american football wait really yeah, yeah man yeah it's a uh, dang yeah it's it's a little surprise I, I always forget that that was a that wasn't a writer artist together yeah i thought that was just yusuke um yusuke murata yeah nope uh mr inagaki's there too um, so he's writing this alongside an uh, artist called Boichi, who's actually a yeah. Korean artist. Yeah, he did a really cool series called Sunken Rock. Mm. Yeah, that's well, one of his That's what credits. it started off as. It kind of went a bit off towards the end. 
Also, he did a Trigun manga, so it's pretty cool. But in oh, my books. nice. Um, but yeah, I've been, I've been reading this, and it's um, it didn't have a great start. Uh, the general premise is uh, everyone on Earth gets turned into stone, uh, and they stay like that for uh, 3,700 years until two high school boys in Japan wake up. They break out of their uh, stone statue bonds, and they try and survive on this new Earth. It's, it's, it's a kind of a different spin on a shonen uh, comic. And uh, it's been a little hit or miss recently. It's been quite a lot of miss. Um, they sort of rush themselves too much. They just completely skip over a year of them surviving without much fanfare. But it's actually gone real good recently. A little bit more science-y. Uh, it, they're, they're trying to take out this uh, real big, um, muscular, skilled combatist. Um, so they're trying making gunpowder for that. And it had like this real cool crescendo to that little arc. So I'm, I'm sticking with it. I was thinking about dropping it, but I'm going to stay with it for a while. So check out Dr. Stone if you got uh, a little bit of time on your hands. Just stick with it until about like chapter 10, 11-ish. That there's a little bit of a payoff. Oh, so it's still quite short at the moment then. Yeah, it's actually relatively new. So if you get intimidated by Shonen series or manga in general that has like 800 chapters, uh, this why not pick up something that's a little bit smaller and see where it goes? Well, speaking of shonen series, um, I've been reading a slightly unusual uh, shonen sports manga called Welcome to the Ballroom, uh, and that is by, let me just double check, uh, Tomo Takeuchi, Ooh. and I've been very surprised by this one. Um, a bit like Dr. Stone, it has like a little bit of a rough start, I think. Mm. Um, like, I thought it was going to be kind of typical sports manga, like... Uh, young boy has dream that he's always wanted to be a ballroom dancer since he was a kid but it's not like that at all it literally starts off with this kid having no clue what he wants to do with his life oh i i can relate bro cool. i can relate i thought you might and uh what's delightful is how he's just kind of he he stumbles his way into ballroom dancing and um the the way it's illustrated that he has this kind of revelation of how awesome dancing is particularly ballroom dancing is incredible like the inking is just so good mm. so good so energetic it made me want to put the book down uh, begrudgingly and go and ink my own stuff <laughs> and i love it when when a series does that to oh, me excellent excellent of course like movement in sports manga is key, key. crucial Ooh. oh absolutely yeah josh what have you been reading lately well it's actually something that's going to be working quite well for this mm. uh, picked up this weekend at uh, mcm comic-con in london Nice. It's the manga in theory and practice, uh, the craft of creative manga by uh, Hirohiko Araki, who is the author behind the uh, behemoth that is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of a, uh, a sidebar here. We, we all met up at Expo, uh, at Comic-Con. We keep calling it Expo. That's, that's the, that old name, basically. Well, that, yeah, that's what it used to be called. Um, but we did all meet up, and we simultaneously kind of found this book, and we sort of stared at it like it was an ancient artifact from uh, another time we're like holy crap this thing exists oh my god josh did it tell you any what how how have you even dealt with this finding this treasure it's well i've got quite a few little annotated bits little uh post-it notes you've already started adding notes yeah yeah yeah. um and i will be railing off certain things because there's basically an entire chapter about creating characters oh relevant Yes, incredibly relevant. So I think this is going to be a. I might reference this quite a bit this week. Uh, yeah, it's, it's probably going to become a little bit of like a bible. I feel that's good. That's good. Um, see, like the whole point of like us having a little bit of the, uh, a discussion about these books is to sort of stir up that inspiration. And it sounds like you're doing this, doing it almost like directly. You don't need any yep. any of that fiction gumph going right in. With the, the, the self-help books, with the, the, the character creation guides, spreadsheets, fucking word files, all that shit. Just, you're going well yeah. in. And I like that. I like that a lot, Josh. I'm not, I'm not sure how far I'm going to go in, because he goes full deep in this. Mm. Like, he, he builds up his characters from, like, their room decor upwards. Ooh. So, like, everything from their curtains to their hair curtains. <laughs> If that I, makes sense. I get yeah. it. I get yeah. it. You'd be surprised how much thought goes into, like, visually speaking, 
Hmm. what goes into the actual inspiration behind a character like their personality it can change so much if you think well actually you know their favorite color is this or Mm. their favorite hobby is this and they happen to have really shitty curtains that let all the sun in in the morning so they don't get much sleep or they wake up really you know all those little things add up yeah and sometimes one feeds the other and then it's the reverse as well like oh their sunny character they might have the their favorite color be yellow or um they like the color blue and it makes them feel like this all the time because they surround themselves in it or something like that it's Mm. there's there's no fixed way basically but having an idea is always like super useful well it sounds like we're ready to get into it dude Um, i'm so ready we we haven't actually introduced what we're going to be doing Uh, um so <laughs> Here on Bitten by a Radioactive podcast, what we do is we make real heroes from random prompts. We certainly so do, Jade. Take it away, Dean. So, Jade, um, I've got a real good uh, prompt for you guys today. So, Ooh. Josh, I know I've known you pretty well. I've known you for a few yeah. years. I know your favorite film of all time is <laughs> Drill Bit Taylor. Do you know what? Yeah. How, how did right? you know that? I, 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 I can't put into words how much I love. Uh, Drill Bit Taylor. Your Owen Wilson. Film. Is it Owen Wilson? As a big fan of Drill Bit Taylor, yes, I can tell you. I'm pretty sure it's. If this is the film I'm thinking about, it's. Is it Owen Wilson being a bodyguard for kids? It must yeah. be the film you're thinking about, Josh. It's your favorite film. And so I took. I, I looked at the poster once and I saw the, the, the word Drill Bit Taylor. And I said to myself, by God, that rolls off the tongue so well. So, what I've got for you today, Josh Randall, Jade Sarson, is tool name, last name. <laughs> That's going to be our prompt for today. Oh, okay. So, uh, there is no uh, random tool name generator on the internet. For what? Sake. Really? Yeah, I know. It's, oh, it's a, a real real blow to our uh, productivity, but it's fine. Well, I'm, I'm straightforward putting a ban on the word hammer straight away, because there's too many heroes named after hammers. Um. Oh yeah, there's there's like Doctor Hammer from like um, uh, Doctor Horrible, um, uh, Mister Hammer, Super Hammer, Captain Captain Hammer. Hammer. I'm sure that there's some sort of title Hammer in every kind of yeah. Mrs. Hammer. There must be Mrs. Hammer, the Duke the, Hammer, the Smith. So yeah, we're we're banning Hammer. Okay. I'd be surprised um, actually. There's a, a, an entire section on uh, Wikipedia about wrenches. I can't can't wait for Cherry Picker Johnson. Cherry picker job. Uh, if if I was <laughs> less you... impulsive, if I was less impulsive, we will be doing that name right now. Yeah. Don't you mean more impulsive? Yeah. Well, I'm so impulsive, I can't even get my fucking spelling right. You excited me so much, Josh. So I've got a list of 149 tools here. Oh. Uh, Jeez. Such highlights like the back scratcher, the automatic center punch, your classic Swiss Army knife. Uh, the the mattock. I don't even know what the heck a mattock is. Uh, a PV, a float. So so much shit. Uh, uh, a warrior knife. Now I think we're all kind of hoping for that warrior knife. Yeah. We're, we're rolling the dice in our hands and closing our this, eyes. This this isn't a list of tools. It's a list of tools and weapons that we could sneakily call tools. I mean, there is a bull whip in there as well. Aren't aren't all weapons tools really? I mean, I guess. In a way, right? You can use a hacksaw as a tool or a ball whip, um, hand fan in some like Japanese comedy routines as well. There, so there you go. Mm. there's 149 of those that I've got all lined up for you guys, and I've got just a generic surname generator on springhole.net if you guys are interested. Um, thank you, springhole.net, for uh, fueling our podcast. So, do you guys want a tool? Is, is that our first sponsor? Um, oh. <laughs> I mean, if we want Not to be officially <laughs> affiliated, uh, other they, other name generators are available. They certainly are, but <laughs> they do a lot of like generators. There's uh, role playing and world building ones, art ones, graphic. No, this isn't an advertisement. Okay, <laughs> the suspense man. I need to know what this tool okay, is. Okay, so your tool for this prompt is <laughs> actually this could work. Uh, Stone and Muller. That's the that's the tool. Stone and Muller. Yep. We could essentially turn that into a superhero, really. I'm going to have to look this up. So you got Stone and Muller, 
And our surname is Faraday. Oh my god. Stone Muller Far- Faraday. Stone and Muller Faraday. Who is Stone and Muller Faraday, guys? Apart from a little bit of a tongue tw- uh, twister. Oof. Has this. Is this episode two and we're already kind of stumped? I don't. I'm still trying to figure out yeah. what a stone and muller is. It's a hand operated tool for mixing and grinding paint. Oh, oh, oh here we go. Okay, paint. Okay. Um, quickly going to throw something out there. All right. Stone and muller are two different people, potentially siblings or some sort of family. Stone Faraday, mm-hmm. Muller Faraday. Oh, oh, okay. So we got a, a, a partnership going on. Yeah. And if it's some sort of grind... Do they combine? That's the thing. I was going to think, like, grinding. Could they have some sort of, like, combination power thing? Oh, okay. That sounds pretty great. Um, I'm trying to frantically find what a stone and muller actually looks like. I think I know. But, oh, no, actually, that's literally completely different to what it was. So, um, for the people at home listening, it's kind of like a flat stone table with, like, a giant stone rolling pin... Uh, rolling pin-esque thing on top and I, I imagine you put like the dies and various stuff on there and you grind it all up so stone and muller faraday i guess um maybe they they have some golem-esque powers Ooh. but then like there's that paint element but we, we could kind of like we could fuck that up we could disregard yeah. that well you've, you've mentioned golem maybe hmm. stone faraday is like the golem in this case oh okay muller Muller Faraday is the creator. Oh, okay. Do you see what so I'm So maybe one... F- yeah, I, th- I think so. So, like, stone, like, kind of grinds the, the... Is it a superhero yet, though? <laughs> is it a superhero <laughs> yet, though? Well, I was just thinking of something far more violent, so their technique is to just grind villains into dust between them. And then... Oh, what if they grind the villains up, like... Uh, betwixt their bodies and then they paint a picture with their their quote-unquote paint this is horrifically graphic but who gives a shit right ooh, they, they, they use ooh, the grinded okay. bodies to they paint like a portrait <laughs> or something and like hang it opposite the the police station okay hold on hold on hold on so th- yeah i like i like that but last week we created a morally ambiguous hero oh. so i think this time we need to go a bit more actual heroic oh you want something a little bit more pure because hmm we can't really create uh well i'm wondering yeah i'm wondering if the effect of them like grinding a villain into dust is just their way of like incapacitating the villain so like maybe one of their powers is to or or like the combination of powers is they can reduce a villain to this paint dust but then the other power is they can then restore them okay by by like penny crayoning it so that that could work well they, they are a duo so you you have sort of the destroyer and the creator right mm. oh yeah no 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 no, no, no carry on just, i need some are you, are you sure okay uh what i'm thinking is is <laughs> it's a similar thing to for some reason i had the idea of persona 5 in mind uh-huh. with the okay. idea of taking people's hearts what if these people what if our good friends stone and muller faraday could yeah. grind down these criminals and kind of recreate them afterwards but kind of reformed yeah dude i was thinking the exact same thing yes. yeah yeah we've like <laughs> well it's it's hard with a superhero called fucking stone and muller faraday um <laughs> but I, I yeah so they would be ground down and then you can sort of re-put them together i guess i mean yeah. this this fucking thing i'm looking at looks to be precisely 1000 tons heavy it would fuck you up well no there's, there's multiple versions because there's the version that looks like a rolling pin and then um i realized i've actually got one because i have these chinese ink sticks what? and like those are the kind where you rub a bit of the stick in some water and then you use like the the muller to actually like mix the paint hmm. on a little kind of stone thing. Hmm. So there's the question of is muller like crushing them with like fists that become these sort of muller type items, or are we going for the rolling pin effect? Um, I think we need to sort of roll it back a little bit further than that, even Jade. Like, who are Stone and Muller? Who who are ah. these people? 
I mean, this has gone like way beyond the original idea I had, where I'd be like, oh, his hero name would be uh, Jack Hammer Mickey, and that would be yeah. that. But no, I, I, I like that. I like the fact that this is. These are just their names now. <laughs> good, good afternoon. I'm, I'm Stone Faraday. Nice to meet you. I am a. This is my associate, Mister Muller. Mister Muller Faraday. They sound. They sound like private detectives or something. Maybe there could be something... See, like, they're, these uh, are appearing to be artists, right? I think that's sort of the way we're leaning with um, the well, Faraday brothers. Yeah. Kind of ironic, mm. really, because they're named after, like, a scientist, but... Do they have to be brothers? Just, just... Oh, I kind of like the idea of them being yeah, brothers. Okay. But we could be we could be talking, like, friendship brothers, so, like, like bros. Like bros. Mm. Hmm. I, I, I... See, with a brother dynamic, you got... I think you got a little bit more to play with there. Yeah. Because then they can have, like, uh, they could possibly come from, like, a superhero family, or they they could have their, their brotherhood put to the test. Well, yeah, I was thinking kind of along the lines of Thunder and Lightning from Teen Titans, that sort of dynamic. Oh. Mm. See, yeah, I... I I like that. I like. I just like the fact that we've got like this duo. I think that's the thing that excites me most about this. Could one kind of create and one destroy? Yes. Okay. So let's now. Which one's going to be which? I think. Well, the uh, the stone is the one destroy. Yeah, the stone is. I imagine the the the, the rolling pin aspect of this uh, tool, and then the muller is eh, wrong. 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 Well, what? You got to actually think about how it's used. Oh. The stone is the base. Oh, the stone, the base. That the Muller is the rolling pin bit. Okay, yes. so Muller destroys uh. and stone creates, or at least weathers it. Hmm. Well, yeah, stone is the base from which the newly reformed person rises. Ooh. Ooh. There we go. But but who who are these people? Who are they? Maybe ones. Yeah, we we do need to focus. Maybe on they're they're opposites, because you got like a creator and and a destroyer. Maybe they are opposites IRL as well, like outside of the hero world. What, whatever their um, oh shit, I'm trying to think of a uh, word has escaped me. Um, whatever their profession, that's the one I was looking for. Um, there you go. <laughs> using my words on a podcast. Um, whatever their profession might be, I had an idea that maybe they were the type that like were going for a brother and brother title for their business. Hmm. It does sound so quite like, like like a funeral director. Oh my god! Yeah, like fa- Faraday and Faraday. But then maybe like their clients just default to calling them Stone and Muller, and they maybe this is something that like really annoys them because they're trying to be taken seriously. Mm. Maybe um, one Ooh. of them is an artist and one of them is a scientist, right? Because you got that creator okay. and uh, destroyer aspect of things, right? So the scientist man mm. would do a lot of the destroying because by god science what have you done etc scientists create as well yeah but you can't really destroy as an artist right unless you're like Mm. um that american i'm just i'm just wondering how a scientist and an artist would find themselves working with each other much um architecture firm scientists what oh okay maybe um you need to know a lot of mathematics and a lot of um physics Physics, yeah, involved in making a building. Mm. So, yeah, because then that that relates to sort of like the masonry aspect ish of this thing, because it's it's a big pile of rocks they use to make paint. They come together. Oh, oh, please. What if what if they're architects who have very opposing um, tastes in architecture? So, like their ideals are completely different. See, see, now you're like, getting it. Like ones, ones into like the Bauhaus or something. Yeah. See, you got like modern versus classic. You've got artist versus function. Maybe, maybe that's mm. more. Yeah. More the fight here, not not destroying creator, but function that, functionality that versus artisticness. Right. You the the term is form versus function. Form versus function. There, there you go. Hi, my name's Demon Knight, and I pretend to be clever on uh, <laughs> internet radio to make people laugh here are my friends stone and miller how you doing um so okay so we we've got we've got some sort of hook now we've got like a foothold on this thing also i gotta apologize fucking what the fuck's a stone and miller (laughs) (laughs) 
I apologize, but this is this is creating some healthy discussion, right? Mm. That's not just me. All right, this is this is pushing us as artists. No, it's it's yeah, a yeah, great yeah. it's a great choice of item. Mm, mm. We've just got to figure out who they are as people. Yeah, so Stone and Muller, brothers, the Faraday brothers, they are superheroes who work in a architectural firm creating buildings, but one always tries to push the boundaries a little bit. He's trying to make buildings uh, artistic. You know, he went to Barcelona once and saw all the the fancy. Um, I think I think the guy's called Gaudi. Uh, he made all the the wavy buildings, right? I like to say this. Could this guy be stone? Like it. It sounds like he's meant to be the more kind of. I'm not sure which one he's meant to be, really. Hmm. But like stone, you kind of think of like a block, and he's gonna be like more of. You think he's meant to be more of a destroyer, but he's hmm. not. He's actually the more artistic one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so and that's even like that even comes across in like how he's designed. So he's gonna be quite blocky. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Oh, we're talking about hero looks now. Good, yeah. good. And then we've got. No, I was thinking that like one brother would be much bigger than the other. And then we've got Muller, who's a bit more sciencey. And if you kind of just think of them as like in terms of what. The stone and Muller actually kind of looks like stone's mm. obviously going to be the flat bit. Muller's going to be a bit more like maybe like thin and round. Yeah, yeah. thin and tall. Yeah, mm. kind of like a rolling pin. Just turn that into a human. Mm. Yeah. Okay, excellent. So um, we've we've got some sort of visual now. So they're brothers. I'm thinking. I'm thinking Muller wears like a lot of kind of wraparound outfits to kind of represent the whole rolling pin shape. Oh, like. Like lots of like uh, like ponchos and layers. Yeah, like, like he'd often like sw- yeah he'd sweep into a room and like fling a scarf over his shoulder and be like I'm mm. here. Cool, of course, because he's he's going to be like a little bit more flamboyant, I I imagine, right? But but Stone is don't forget. So Stone is the creative one. Yeah. It's that their appearances don't quite match. Oh my! Their architectural aesthetic. Okay, okay, I th- I think I get this now. What? So they don't match the ar- architectural aesthetics? So if you kind of think... Well, no, because fashion is completely separate from architecture. Okay, but wouldn't that be nice to sort of like have them like uniform like that? I'm, I'm thinking more like from a comedy yeah. perspective. It would be hilarious for people to kind of... It's nice uh, to, go sub- to meetings subvert. at this firm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, 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 and they'd yeah. be like, I-, I was hoping to talk to the-, the flamboyant one and like Stone would show up, this big bulky plain guy and be like, yes, I'm I'm the flamboyant designer. And what would uh, Stone sound like, Jade? You're asking the person with the squeakiest voice on the podcast. Yes, I am. Go. Okay. Oh, hello. Well, I have this. Uh, I can't do a voice for him. He's just, he's too big. I can't. I'm, I'm I like, think, should, should he have either like a... Like, Hello, I am Stone Farad. No. <laughs> oh, we're doing we're doing voices now. We we are well too deep into these. We, we've guys. jumped beyond their comic book, and now we've gone into their first animated adventures. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> that first morning, Netflix Stone and Muller. Oh, I can do Muller. Go on, do yeah. Muller. M- Muller sweeping in. Hold on, let me just. I just threw a scarf over my shoulder and mm-hmm. swooped into the room. I lay my design on the table and I go. Here it is, chumps. By God. Give her the Oscar. <laughs> Give her the, the radio equivalent of an Oscar. It's I think I think Muller's maybe more stuck up in my mind yeah. than Stone is. Hmm. So you still got Stone's quite humble. Yeah, you the could larger... say Stone is down to earth. Hey. <laughs> I get it. So we got the, the, the larger, more flamboyant artistic guy who dresses up like a bunch of rocks. In his hair outfit, and then we've got the thin, uh, capey guy, who is a lot more uptight, and he's probably got like a giant, sort of classic, classic Disney Disney esque nose, who's all like, "Oh, this is this is my design. Uh, I think you'll find it will fit every one of your needs one hundred percent, right?" Mm. Okay. We've established that they're architects. We've established their powers, but we haven't quite established their their ethos if that's the right word I'm or really for. how their powers work oh yeah. shut up for a second right these guys are architects Jeez, all right sorry i just I've, i'm uh, no no go my go, mind's go. blazing uh these guys are architects so when they're fighting supervillains, guess what they're going to be very protective of oh, buildings here we go <gasps> i love it right so 
they're going to be like um, smashing up streets and whatnot. These, uh, or they're going to accidentally do that while fighting supervillains, and then they're going to like th- go to throw a guy across the road, and they're going to be like, "Oh shit, no wait, that's one of ours." Sort of swing mm. him a little bit further. Oh no, shit, wait, that's uh, one of my uh, good friends in the architectural businesses uh, building. Swing around a little bit further, and just decide to like throw him into the ground because they don't care about roads. Do their powers like are they limited? just to people or do their powers work on items because maybe like after they finish a boss battle they repair the area or destroying and creating mm. well may- Ooh, maybe that's why they're quite famous in the architectural world maybe they sort of use their powers IRL to create these very intricate looking buildings or very large buildings in the case of the much more functional Muller Oh, and maybe like Fullmetal Alchemist style, they can like use the environment to create weapons. Hells yeah, that's what's mm. going to keep this comic interesting. Okay, okay, right. It's it's taken us a little bit to warm up our engine, but uh, listeners, you got to realize you're trying to make a hero out of, uh, I keep saying this, fucking Stone and Muller. We could have had, I'd say, let's, let me tell you what we could have had instead of this. We could have had a uh, Spleen Roller. We could have had a, a hand steal. Spleen roller is just a straight up villain right away. I was going to say, can we use that as like one of the... Because I mean, that's, that's a rolling thing and it's just purely destruction. Yes. They're going to hate spleen roller. But spleen roller, uh, as opposed to um, Muller and Stone, who are all about... Build- okay, hold on. No, wait. I'm getting a brainwave. Spleen roller is a gangster who's buying up buildings in like a rundown area oh, with the aim of turning it into like a gangland empire he's kingpinning it yeah but but stone and muller aren't having it no this is our neighborhood we bought this fair and square we're gonna make a, a super orphanage mm. uh, yeah see what spleen rod could be all about with the whole spleen thing maybe he's the biological side of the coin as opposed to the 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 the, the manufacturing side of stone and muller mm. here on bitten by a radioactive podcast we love the whole opposites thing right i was gonna no, say just after you. green hyena that was quite a uh... <laughs> an opposites filled day yeah that's true but uh, it's it's a good technique um it's 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 super simple it's, it's kind of fun as well being all like oh what what if they oppose like this well yeah it's it's part of the go-to's for creating heroes isn't it you've got your alliterative names your opposites for your antagonists. What else? Um, your spandex for your outfits. Yep. <laughs> Underwear on the outside. Classic. No, no, no. Never, never. Um, disclaimer. Um, for all episodes of Bitten by Radioactive Podcast, no heroes wear underwear on the outside. But what if our hero is literally a um, uh, an acrobat from the 1900s? They, huh? Checkmate. Checkmate. Well, I, I guess... I guess I, I lose yeah, this argument. Yeah, you do. Then. But it's okay, because spleen, <laughs> spleen roller. Every time you say that, it, it do you sounds... Do you actually know what a spleen roller is? Fuck no, I don't. I, I'm, I don't... I'm looking at it, and it's not what I expected. What What is it? I'm imagining it's like a cooking utensil. It's like some weird kind of... It looks like you're having to cut things, and there's frames involved. It's really weird. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, what the fuck? A screen spleen... A screen roller, or a spleen roller, is a small handheld tool used to press screen mesh into the edges of a window frame that is uh, fluted on the inner edge. Wait, did you you mispronounce screen roller? No, No, it's a screen roller or spleen roller. But the thing is, when I heard spleen, I thought it was like spleen as in the the human body spleen. Yeah, I thought it was like a cooking thing. No, it's it's uh, S-P-L-I-N-E. Spleen. What? That's how you spell it's... spleen. Well, that's boring. I take back everything I said. Yeah. Well, S- spleen roller is dead. He's no longer a part. He... Spleen roller he... sounded a bit like a wrestler, a bit like bone saw or yeah. something. Yeah. Although, although mm. this is an architecture firm, maybe a window expert would be. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of like window mancer. Yeah. And you know, where would we be if we were saying yes and no to certain prompts? We need yeah. to make s- spleen or spline roller a thing. Spline roller. Well, he's never being called spline roller because that's the worst word I've ever heard. But what if that's the real pronunciation? Then that's the worst tool in the world. Spline roller. We could have had Swiss Army Knife. We could have had Swiss Army Knife Johnson. Could have but had no. Cherry Picker Johnson. But no, I, I'm I'm trying my hardest to love 
Stone and Muller Faraday. Yeah, why are you being? Why are you shitting on our sons? I don't know. These are our I sons. I don't know. Now. I literally created these guys. I, they haven't tugged on my heartstrings yet, guys. I love them. Yeah, oh. I'm. I'm a big fan of them. Tell me. Tell me. Explain to me why you love these guys. Because they're two opposing brothers yeah. who have the exact same talents, but completely opposing ethics and aesthetics. But when it comes to beating down bad guys, they've set aside their differences and work together. Are, are they very spatty brothers then? I'd imagine so. Oh. Well, See, I, I, I kind of wonder if their powers... Because when I th- first thought about like combining powers, I'm reminded of an old manga series from 2009-ish called Double Arts. Double Arts. Where there's like this kind of weird virus going around. And, mm. But there's this one girl who can negate it by touching this by touching skin and stuff. Yeah. And there's this one guy who kind of saves. Basically, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but eventually their fighting style becomes about them holding hands and fighting like a dance kind of thing. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Like, for me, that conjures memories of, uh, I think they're called Mass Imenos from Teen Titans. Who oh, um, Another Teen Titans reference. A, two, and one. Uh so they have to hold hands in order to maintain their super speed. Oh, mm. yeah, I remember Because those. they're sort of p- uh, positive and minus. Yeah. Um, mm. they're, they're electrically charged, basically. And together, zoop, they're, they're, they're super speed. So I guess Stone and Muller's powers don't work unless they're in contact. Or maybe... Uh, mm. that, that's weird for brothers, though, isn't it? No, like, you know, bumping fists. Oh, okay. Also, brotherly hugging is acceptable. If you have a brother, you should love them and hug them a lot and show them. Here on Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast, we do um, condone brotherly love and sisterly love. Um, but that's not what I'm saying. Like, you should, but there's times where you kind of hate on your brother. You know, I, I have a brother myself. You don't even need to get me started. Hey, James, <coughs> if you're listening, we're, we're, we're fine. I'm just playing it up for the, the listeners. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll cut that. No, no, no. We'll just leave it. There. Everyone will know you as a hateful, vengeful brother. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm not. I'm not the. I'm not the bad one. I'm the young one. So I'm. It's fine. So moving on from how Dean is the worst. Um, maybe, maybe so... they like charge their powers with like a good hard high five or a, a, some sort of like skin to skin impact. It's less of a, a continuous hold and more of a dush. Okay, I'm charged up for another minute. Yeah, it needs it needs to be something violent because mm. a stone and Muller is a, like a crushing Oh, Oh, yes. A grinding And, and that's yes. why they have to work together, I think, because it is a tool that yeah. has two pieces to it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, okay, okay, cool. I really like how we've thematically got the impact of the stone and the Muller combining <laughs> in with the, the, the impact of the skin of the two brothers. Cool. Yep. We, we're great at this. We're great at this. Okay, guys, we're bringing it back. Um, listeners, stay with us. We, we've almost got this. Um, so they are uh, making these impacts. So every now and again, they're giving the high five to sort of recharge their batteries. But uh, we've sort of vaguely said about their powers. We're like, oh, I'm not feeling the high five. Just, just to add in there. Well, it can be like a like a, a slap on the back or like a fist bump. No, it's like slapping. Just like the sound seems wrong. It needs to have more impact. Could it be like, like you know, punch. like or like the predator kind of. Dylan, you son of a bitch, kind of. Oh, yes, <clears throat> forearms, yes. Oh, okay, so like a real, like a chunky, chunky yeah. handshake. So something you befitting of um, Stone and Muller. Yeah. Basically, they have to do the entire snake and Otacon handshake every time they want to use their powers. Oh, yes, from episode two. Um, it could even be like, um, if we want to get real base about it, like brothers beating each other up, almost. So like... Hey, yeah. dummy, slap him around the face. Like, what are you doing? Like, oh, my God, why are you? Oh, okay, I got, I got this now. So every time there's, like, some sort of confusion enemy, they can get a real uh, joy out of snapping them out of it, right? Mm. Um, also, I thought of a small gag that can be, um, like, a running gag in their story would be whenever they're doing, like, building cleanup after a fight, while one brother's back is turned, the other one's, like, done... A very like them type style for a repair, and then the other brother turns around and is like, "No, no, that's all wrong," and they argue over the aesthetics. Mm-hmm. And then um, maybe the occasional villain gets away while they're arguing. <laughs> and then I, I would also like to um, suggest another small gag. Um, potentially, it could be a spin-off. I don't know, but um, a point where they become chefs and become oh. pestle and mortar. 
(laughs) (laughs) No! (gasps) Pestle and Mortar are like sisters. Oh. Oh, my God. And they end up that... So, spoilers, but, you know, 40 issues later, after a long, hard struggle (laughs) and, you know, many jaunts to Earth 2, which is great, by the way, you should all visit. Uh Um, Mortar and Pestle and Stone and Muller end up having a double wedding, and that's, like, the final issue. Oh, okay. oh, and they open. They open a custom-built restaurant. Oh, like drop. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> okay, so we got an ending. We got we got a little bit over here. We got a little bit over here. So um, we were talking about this a little bit before uh, we started recording about how the creative process can be a little bit messy. I don't know about you, but when when I'm painting. Uh, on my my canvases as I I'm regularly want to do, I never paint. <laughs> what? I never paint. But it's all about being creative and being messy, isn't it? I feel like we're getting really stuck in and just spreading this paint around. And of course, sometimes you're gonna mix all the paints together and it's gonna look brown. You're like, uh. But sometimes you get like a real cool like one color of paint on each finger and you spread it across the floor and it makes a fucking rainbow like you've never seen. I think this and analogy that, is becoming quite messy. Uh, ex- yeah, when when was the last time you painted uh, anything? Uh, I think I trolled you a little bit by like grabbing one of your watercolors, but you can't really... Watercolors are so delicate. I'm talking about thick, like, poster paint. Poster paint. Do you want yeah, to man. maybe, like, rein it in a bit and we'll just kind of, like, figure out where we are? Oh, yes. yeah, sorry. Um, so we've got, like, a, like a, a 40 years later ending or whatever. Sh- I think shall we I- go back to their origins, maybe? Yes. Yeah. How did they get their powers? And what are their powers? I think I asked that like 10 minutes ago, but we kind of <laughs> went off oh, a little sorry. bit. Oh, yeah. sorry. Uh, I think I derailed it. Oh, bitten by radioactive train conductor more like. Jesus. You and your analogies. Yeah, you're welcome. Are, are you putting these through some okay. sort of analogy generator? <laughs> Potentially. Uh... I think Dean's power is the bad analogy. Oof. Yes, it seems to be life? doing wonders against you, that's for sure. I mean, it is my weakness. <laughs> Bazing. Um, okay. So their powers, we vaguely touched on the power to destroy and create. But yep. is this like sort of a weird um, full metal alchemist thing where you, it's just being constructed right in front of you, ma- like magically? Or are they doing some sort of an action to, well... I feel as though the- physical contact is needed somehow. Yeah. Well, you see, they are... Um, they are architects. Maybe they have like magic magic tools, or maybe they have the power to imbue tools with some sort of crazy um, abilities. Oh my god, I'm spitballing so hard right now. Um, I think me and Josh were just envisioning them being like the personification of yeah. the stone and the muller. So there's basically a lot of crushing of things going on. So I'm 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 thinking like Full Metal Alchemist style, like coming back to that again. So like, hmm. if if you haven't seen Full Metal Alchemist or, or read it, um, uh, Edward Elric does this thing with his alchemy where he like smushes his hands against the floor or a surface and then like pulls an item out of rock or stone or whatever. Yeah. So he's like forming something. So I'm I'm imagining kind of the opposite for taking down a villain hmm. so they're not like it it's quite a violent imagery but they're not like killing the person they're just like grinding them down into no, like basically dust yeah or nothing, okay and then reforming them okay keeping it nice and simple i like that i, I was i was utterly overcomplicating things there yeah well because it's, it's just like i get what you were saying but there's not really much to oh i'm about to say this and get a lot of backlash from architects no doubt but there's not really much tool wise to architecture like you've got your pencil your ruler your drawing board uh Jade, that's it they train for seven years i know they do but there's not much in the way of tools required they train for seven years. all they need are just like a paper and a pencil yeah, fucking, yeah. you're done. Writer just barely needs that. He just needs like a, a piece of chalk to write on the floor. Done. Or a I'm podcast. <laughs> For a podcast, all you need is some expensive microphones okay. and some. Can it's, yes, yes. Okay. Can can Muller be quite erratic, or like quite brutal in his fighting? 
like in the destroying part. Like a really vicious kind yeah. of fighting style. Mm. Like a lo- I'm, I'm thinking a lot of like people getting need, getting all yeah, yeah. <clears throat> While Stone, <laughs> when he's bringing everything back, despite him being all quite blocky, it's a lot of like small little kind of scalpel kind of like controlled movements, almost. motivated. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Calculated, delicate. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's going to be a very destructive guy, and he's quite quite small as well. He's 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 going to be um, much more dainty. Which is going to add to that shock factor. Mm. So he's going to need to like he's a, he's always going to be like a knife, you know. He's going to have these very small hands. Whoa! I think you've gotten confused again. Have I? Yeah. So Muller is the smaller, thinner. Yeah, guy. that's what I was saying. He's he's the scrappy one. Yeah, yeah. With the with the kneeing and stuff. Yeah. Stone is the bigger guy, but he's very precise, like a scalpel. Oh man, it's 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 hard to keep track sometimes. <laughs> My, my mind's going a mile a minute. You gotta listen, man. I do apologize, listeners as well. Oh. Uh, are all of you keeping track out there? <laughs> Can you tell which one of these cups has the small man under and which one has the big man under? <laughs> oh, okay. We still haven't figured out where their powers have come from then. Well, wait, let, let's disconnect from Full Metal Alchemist right here. Right? It's, yes. it's nothing to do with like magic, um, like magic crazy science. All the right. architect force. Go on. <laughs> oh, I've heard of that. We have one of those in Earth 2. Do you have that here on Earth 1? We have uh, a small local company called the architect force, but I don't think that we're, we're talking about the same caliber of uh, power here. No, I don't think so. No. Maybe like some sort of great builder. Maybe they're, they come from a, a line of great builders. See, this could work if they're like from a country like America because that, that country is basically built from the ground up, right? Um, unfortunately, it was built on, uh, in, a, shall we say, unfortunate circumstances. But well, I would quickly like to mention that, whilst quickly researching what a stone and muller is, it did mention Aboriginal stone tools. Aboriginal? I think it did. I don't want to go too far into that, but I'm pretty sure I've seen that somewhere. Oh, my God. So these... Or shall we... Actually, let's stay away from that. Yeah, maybe. We could mm. always make them like a... Australian, you know, I, I I like the idea of Australian superheroes. You don't see too many of those. You don't. You probably do in Australia. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I mean, in the mainstream, Jade. Yes, yes, I get it. Okay, as we seem to have a bit of trouble trying to get these powers sorted, I'm yeah. going to go over mm-hmm. to the Holy Bible that I picked up at the weekend. Okay, break uh, them out. Manga in theory and practice. Mm-hmm. Iraqi has got like a list of sixty things. To build up like a character from everything from like blood type, criminal record, uh, special skills, hobbies, recreations, scars and stuff. Scars. So I'm wondering okay. if we can pull out something from this to help us kind of build up maybe the where the powers have come from. Yeah. Yeah, that's the main thing we're struggling yeah. with. I, I think. think so. Cause we sort of have an idea about like their 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 personality between them. We know like their sort of super, almost like their superhero costume. Uh, their their looks, uh, their powers, and their sort of home life. But you know where where do those powers come from? Like I think that's going to be like the missing piece. Could it be like a brain kind of thing? Because aren't left and right sides of the brains to do with different mm. bits and pieces? Mm. Yes. Yeah. One side's logical. One side's creative. Is Ooh, that some some right? kind of form and some kind of function. Oh, nice. Maybe these. Maybe Stone and Muller, much like the tool, were once uh, a package deal. They were once one person that got split by, I, d- I don't know what, maybe uh, a, a greater power. Maybe they they weren't conjoined twins. I'm going to take that idea. No. Or, or maybe the they bin. had, or maybe one of their parents were this kind of hero that had kind of a bit of both power, almost like alchemy. Yeah. And then when they had when they had their children, it was kind of split. Mm. Or maybe they weren't like a superhero at all, right? Maybe their their parent uh, simply used that power to just build houses and shelters mm. and uh, like move, Ooh. build tunnels and stuff yeah. like that for uh, villages and out the way uh, communities. Just I have a third option. What's the third option? So it's kind of a middle ground. Um, 
but it would be a good source of drama in the story. Go, 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 go. Um, sort of tension between the two brothers. What if, originally, only one of the brothers had the power? Oh. And the other brother was very jealous. Oh, oh. And the power, the power comes from some part of their body. I don't know what part, but at some point, the brother that doesn't have the power is in hospital and requires a transplant of some sort, and the brother with power obviously loving their brother goes through with a transplant and then both brothers end up with a combined power oh 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 can it be stone who has the power and muller has maybe been given the destructive power yeah and this is kind of why he's a bit more yeah um, ferocious sometimes maybe Hmm. yeah like he doesn't really think as much about appreciate yeah yeah okay okay this is getting a little bit more interesting can I make? Can I add some spin to this interestingness? Maybe before that. Hmm? Before that, hmm? uh, my suggestion is that it would be a bone transplant. Ooh. Well, you can't really transplant bone, but you can transplant bone marrow. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I need an arm bone to live, brother. You know what I mean, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, but. Uh, All right. So, what were you going to say? I had to make the funny bone joke. Uh, not that funny bone joke though. Kicking. Maybe because um, they were quite young when they needed this transplant. Maybe it could have been done reluctantly. Maybe the parents were like, "No, um, Muller. No, no Stone. Wait, who's receiving? The uh, Muller's receiving. Stone is giving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, they're like, Stone, please, Stone. Your brother needs this. Your brother needs this. This hero gland." This bone marrow, please, can you do this for us? It'll, he will, he will die without it. You gotta do it. And he's all like, "Oh, fucking brother!" Oh, especially as the parents in this scenario wouldn't know about the power, and Stone might think of the eventuality that his power might be transferred. Yeah, there you go. There you got a little bit of animosity, oh, I like it. I like right? Yeah. And of course. Um, Maybe this will happen when he's like 10 or 12 years old. So he's had this power for a little bit to destroy and build. And then he's like, oh, fine. Takes it from like one side, maybe the left arm. Gives mm-hmm. it to uh, uh, to Muller. Muller now has sort of crazy left arm superpowers to create. And the rest is history. And this is why they have mm. to like kind of combine to use their power. Because it used to be one. Used to be one. Yeah. There you go. So... So hold on, Stone just naturally had it then, like from birth, I guess. I think so. Um, yeah. Like X Men style. M- maybe mm. he was struck by lightning and had loads of paint over him, and suddenly it gave him crazy <laughs> superpowers. <laughs> he was struck by lightning in the masonry room. <laughs> <laughs> he was at a potter's wheel, and then suddenly he was struck by lightning. <laughs> One dark day at the quarry. <laughs> oh, God. So, um, shall we have a quick recap? Yes. Yep. It's for the best for everyone, I think. Yeah, let's take that pottery wheel, put the clay that we've sort of half-formed and really oh, smooth it out. Please. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing out these analogies, man. You can't stop me. You can't stop here, me. Here comes the clay. There it is. And here comes... Oh, where, my fidget spinner's all the way over there. I could have made a cool <laughs> spinny sound. Oh. By the way, I do own a fidget spinner. Send all your... He- Shut up right now. Okay, up uh, onto the What a way uh, to carbon recap. date this podcast. Yeah. Fucking Jesus. to the minute. Uh, so, Stone and Muller Faraday. Jade? Are brothers. One's, one's uh, bulky, the other's very skinny. Stone is the skinny one? No. Uh. <laughs> Stone is the... This is why the recap is okay. important. It's very important. Stone is the humble, bulky brother, mm-hmm. and he is into very flamboyant architecture. Yes. So, his outward appearance is very simple. Because he doesn't, like, he's humble, he's not very confident, um, but his design skills are leaning more towards flamboyant aesthetics. Yes. So, form. Mm-hmm. Muller is the skinnier brother who is a bit more violent, he's a bit more aggressive and confident, but he's into very basic, simplistic architecture, so more about functional function. architecture. Yes. Okay. Okay. Josh, continue. Stone was somehow born, doesn't matter how, he was born with this ability to both create and also destroy, depending on which hand. Mm -hmm. Due to some kind of freak accident, his brother Muller was forced to take on something from Stone. 
probably his uh, bone marrow. Yeah. Or something. Let, let's something let's like that. let's uh, let's say bone marrow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just to have it concrete. Um, <laughs> and and from there, uh, Muller has developed the ability to destroy, which originally used to belong to stone. Now mm. the two of them use uh, also run an architecture firm, yep. uh, in which they use to create stuff, whilst also fighting crime with their powers to destroy and literally turn to dust or like paint, I suppose. Um, yeah, they're these criminals, and then Stone recreates them, kind of refreshed and rehabilitated. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, like they they don't literally murder people. This isn't like uh, this isn't some horrific gory comic. This ain't your your 2000 AD. This is just them being turned to dust and then being rebuilt in a little bit of a better way. Stone and Miller Faraday, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and in 40 years' time, they will marry. Uh, their Earth 2 counterparts, Pestle and Mortar, two sisters <laughs> with the ability to create and destroy really good dishes of food. And then they build their custom restaurant and live happily ever after the, the end. end. Yes. All right. We we did it. We did it. I, I, I was honestly scared for a little bit that we had a shit, shit thing. But I tell you what, you guys, you guys pulled some weight then. I, I can't believe you managed to make an entire hero based off a stone and muller. I'd say we crushed it. Uh, I'd say we um, performed a miracle, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to us waffle about a tool being turned into a superhero. Um, if you could do us a massive favor, if you get just two seconds, if you could leave us a, a cool iTunes review. Um, iTunes bases a lot of its... Uh, rankings and its algorithms on that so give us a uh, how many stars you think we deserve five stars that'd be real cool or getting old-fashioned with stuff just tell a friend just say hey I'm, i've been listening to these guys they, you might enjoy them they're pretty cool um they they make weird superheroes out of random junk literal random junk yeah and of course there's the uh, twitter page jade tell me about the twitter page yeah, so we have uh, a Twitter page. Uh, it's at BBRP uh, Oddcast. So BBR Podcast. Sorry, that was not very clear. Smooth as hell. Um, yep. We also have a Tumblr at BBRPodcast.tumblr.com. So we'll be posting episodes on Twitter and Tumblr if you want to get your updates via those. Mm-hmm. I also had a fabulous idea. Go on. If you guys don't mind me uh, derailing before Let's we Let's just brainstorm right on the podcast. Let's do this. It's uh, basically the idea is uh, to ask for interpretations, visual Ooh. interpretations oh. of our ideas. I'm going to have a crack at it um, nice. once we've got a few episodes out. Um, so last week we came up with the green hyena. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this week we've got Stone and Muller. So, we, we, so if- we've whipped around really. We've had our fashionista, our Instagram fashionista. And now we've got our uh, architectural brothers. Mm-hmm. So if you if you are visually inclined, um, maybe have a crack at drawing them or whatever you know, and and maybe send us it because we'd love to we, see that. We stuff. would absolutely love to see it, and maybe even like if you have an idea for like extra bits for the story or extra characteristics. What the heck? We we're we're collaborating uh, collaborating here. This is all about collaboration. If you want to hop on board with us as well, feel free. Like. I want as many people to enjoy this as possible because this is all about creativity and stoking that in people. And I would love nothing more than to do that in you guys because it's it's working for me. It absolutely is. Apart from fucking in the middle there when I was panicking and grasping at straws and getting frantic uh, burn on my hands. It's okay because like you said, this is a collaboration. That's what me and Josh are here for. Exactly, you strong-backed motherfuckers, you guys. Um, So... (laughs) Thank you so much. This has been Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast. I'm Dean McKnight. I'm Jade Sarson. And I am Josh Randall. And you stay safe out there. Um, See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast is hosted by Dean McKnight, Jade Sarson, and myself, Josh Randall. It is edited by Dean and myself. The music that you hear at the intro and the outro is Kevin McLeod's Fearless First. 
and once more you can get in contact with us about Stoner Muller or Green Hyena on BBR underscore podcast on Twitter. See you next week.